Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. Brought to you by Hot Take Hot Box. My name is Matt McSweeney. And I am here and I'm brought to you by, or with, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Ty Capone, Ty, how are you feeling? Feeling pretty good. Good Friday. Waited a couple days, but I kind of like Fridays. I kind of, I got to be honest, man. I, I like these shows. Uh, there's a, yeah. there's more energy. There's, I mean, I, maybe it's a little late for some people to, you know, listen and yeah. get their MMA fix, but we have more to to say. Yeah, and the thing is also, I folks, I think we might be moving uh, to a little two shows, two shows a week, uh-huh. uh, just because you know I just feel like we can get more out of a say earlier in the week show and a late in the week show just because we can do the breakdowns on the you know the the breakdown of the card from the previous week and then you know the the card right before the uh, actual show the friday or thursday you know say show we can get into the card in the upcoming weekend give you the bets you know give you the shit to watch for the weekend and just set it up but i think you know hey we'll talk about that all later we got a uh, a good show for you. We got a little uh, breakdown from the Sean Strickland Uriah Hall. Sean Strickland with a dominant performance. We have uh, AJ McKee with putting his name on the map for all the MMA world to see. I saw a lot of shit talking about Bellator, and we'll we'll talk about all that. And uh, we also have a card coming up this weekend, which is you know although it's an interim car interim title and not a real pay per view card in some people's minds, uh, it doesn't take away from the actual fight itself. Which Derek Derek Lewis and Cyril Gunn is a great fight, you know whether it was a fight night or whatever. That's a fight I want to see, and we're gonna get to see it this weekend. And it looks like it's having a, it's got a little bit of a momentum and heat behind it because Derek Lewis don't uh, Derek Lewis don't look like he's fucking around, and he's a plus three twenty or how much? He is a big underdog, I know. Yeah, I'm but, not sure how to feel about that. But we will get to it all, folks. Uh, Ty, what are your? How are you feeling today, dude? I know you know how. How are you? Uh, how did you feel about the fights this past weekend? Uh, I, honestly, I thought it was a good card. I know it was only ten fights, um, but you look at the co-main first round knockout, the feature bout first round knockout, both of them in a minute. Yeah. Um, that Melsic Bakhtasarian guy, really impressive. He's definitely somebody to keep an eye on. He knocked the dude out in the second. Um, the Barbarino Wit fight was just nuts. Yeah, that was a really good fight. Um, Philip Rowe, he looked good to Guess kick off did. the cards. So, so you, it was it was a mixed bag. You had a couple decisions. You had a draw, which you know I didn't really. Uh, you know, it was whatever. Kai Kamako when he fights, weird things happen. Cheyenne Bays, obviously a big storyline. You know her coming out and talking about her struggles financially. Uh, your phone blown up. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, you know, there wasn't much like. Going for like it doesn't really make an impact on you know anything really besides maybe Strickland inching closer towards a uh, title fight or at least up the rankings at middleweight. He's got Luke Rockhold next. That fight got booked really quickly. Uh, if he puts it, if he puts him out, which I think he will, you know his star power is just going to keep rising as he talks about being a meth head or whatever the hell he keeps saying. Yeah, and I you know I honestly would rather just I I've decided I'm not going to listen to what he says because it kind of clouds my judgment of him as yeah. an actual fighter. Which he's a great, mm. he's an awesome fighter. Uh, like he's well rounded. He's, I mean, I haven't seen since he came back from the motorcycle accident. I believe he was in. He's been like a, a just not like un, unstoppable. I mean, he hasn't lost. Yeah. He, it, I haven't seen anyone's like put him in a position of weakness. 
And uh, I mean, a lot of these are going to decision. He's, you know, uh, he's got what two finishes on the on the five fight win streak, which it doesn't really matter though. He's winning. He's beating good talent. I mean, uh, Nordine Taliab, you know, I mean, Brendan Allen, Jack Marshman isn't exactly, you know, hey. a, a god, but, you know, he's not, not an easy out. Christoph Jocko. Took Usman, took Usman the distance uh, a couple years ago. He did. So. I mean, you know, I, I mean, no guy in the UFC is a slouch, though. So, I, Although we, we like the clown. I mean, these guys got here for yeah. a reason. So, And Uriah Hall, which, you know, highly ranked. And now he's got a fight with uh, Luke Rockle. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But the fight, I, I, I guess... You know, I don't know what I expected from Uriah Hall. I, now, looking back in the pick, it, I feel stupid because yeah. that's obviously what was going to happen. Um, I mean, we, I guess I thought maybe he was going to spark him or whatnot. But, you know, usually when a guy has a grappling advantage and can hold his own on the feet, it's almost like a, a short, like, foregone conclusion that that guy's going to get out of there. Especially a guy like Uriah Hall who doesn't really knock people out like that. I mean, I know he does but at the same time like he doesn't you know like he has the capability he definitely used of to. it yeah he yeah, i guess sure. yeah and it just he just doesn't do that anymore you know i mean knocked yeah. anderson silva out but you know come on Be- yeah. bevin lewis <laughs> bevon um yeah you know so it's like uh, maybe that's on us for believing in uriah hall a little bit too much yeah out. he's just so gun shy and hesitant you know he doesn't do enough and he's he's not defensively sound so he can be picked apart with the jab and that's exactly what Sean Strickland did. I, I can tell it's like something they wanted to do. They made that emphasis, you know, pepper him with the jab. Uh, and then once his eye got fucked up, you know, he wasn't going to throw anymore. He wasn't going to do anything else. He had a couple moments, you know, he had uh, moments, I guess is all I could really call them, where yeah. he, where when he pressed forward, he looked good. And Sean Strickland obviously slowed down in the in the last couple rounds, but Uriah Hall didn't do anything all fight. Uh, he did stuff takedowns, or when he got t- taken down, he got right up. I don't even know if he got taken down, but, you know, he... he he knows how to strike. He's, his striking's you know really good, but he's just at an age and at a point in his career where he's he's pretty much done. You know, Safe Saoud was trying to get everything out of him, and he just couldn't. They were in the corner. Him. He they were begging. Yeah, from the from the from the second round on, they said, "All right, man, you're you know you're you you, you got to press. Your eyes fucked. You're down two zero. Now you're down three zero. It's a it's a five round fight. Like you can't win two rounds. You need to go out and get a finish. And he could. And he just didn't even didn't even look like he really tried. Um, the orbital might have had a, a little bit to do with that, though. I mean, apparently he had fractured his orbital very early on in the fight on one of the, you know, in mm. the first round was what I saw online. You never know, but yeah, it didn't look, his eye looked like it was fucked from a very early on. So, I mean, that would, that would uh, make sense, but still, you know, I mean, it fights a fight, you know, I, I mean, you know, kudos and congrats to Sean Strickland. That's not an easy thing to do. He made it look easy, but it is not an easy thing to do. And, He's already got a fight, man. Luke Rockhold fighting him in when November. Fight on the Usman card, I believe. Yeah. So I mean, that's an awesome. That's an awesome fight. Whether you know, I don't know what the odds are or whatnot, but dude, I think he's gonna absolutely spark Luke Rockhold. You're talking. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I, I, you gotta talk I, your talk. So, Luke Rockhold, obviously, his wrestling is so fucking good, man. He might have like top five, top ten wrestling and just ground game in in, uh, in the in the UFC. Daniel Cormier talks about it. You know, so many people have talked about it. The problem is the last the last couple guys he's fought have been able to stuff the wrestling and stuff the wrestling. He's he's just wanted to stand with them. And Jan Blakovich is not somebody you stand with when you're a natural middleweight. Just not something you do. Same thing with Yo- Yoel Romero, man. You're going to keep st- standing with him. And this is when Yoel was you know prime Yoel three years ago, or I guess he yeah. maybe prime. But you know if he does that with Sean Strickland, dude, he might not get sparked like knocked out unconscious, but he's going to get finished. You think he's very just, easily? Oh, okay, all right. 
uh, I, Sean Strickland has really good wrestling. I don't know his credentials, but I know he's a good wrestler. Uh, you know, so if Luke can't take him down, which I would assume he can, you know, as long as he's he sets it up right, uh, he has him in the middle of the ring, uh, you know, whatnot. But if he can't, he's in serious trouble, like serious trouble. I don't think he can take the fucking forward pressure from Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland almost threw 500 punches, 500 total strikes in the Uriah Hall fight. And that's, I think that's his first five-round fight ever. So, and, and he landed more than half. So to see him push a pace like that and, and keep it up, you know, I know he, again, his, his, uh, his numbers fell off in the last couple rounds, but, yeah, dude, but he was pushing I mean, stupid pace. That's the thing. And it's like he still, like, survived, though. He wasn't, like, it, he didn't get, like, backed wasn't up. Wasn't tired. He didn't, like, lose any of those rounds necessarily. Like, you know. Yeah. And set, uh, only ass. one card he lost a round on, you know. So, I would love this. Was it Junichiro Kamijo? I bet it was. <laughs> I don't know. It probably was. Was it Sal Diamato? I bet uh, it was. It just, I just have the uh, the score on here. I would love to see if Junichiro Kamijo is the one that fucked him over. But uh, a little too early on in the in the process to give a pick or whatnot, but you're going Sean Strickland. I think it's just going to be yeah. – I, I it's a fascinating fight, I would say. I just want to see – I love seeing these guys get – like to get tested against the very best. And I guess we, we will, we will see. Eric Cologne was the name of the judge that gave Ryan Hall the second round. Not sure how, not sure how he gave him the second round when he got battered the entire Eric round. Eric Cologne, baby. Yeah. One C. Junichiro Camillo scored it 10, nine, So nothing there. Mike Bell had it 10, eight in the third for Strickland. Just, he put a beat, on notable. Him, bro. He put a beat, on just him. notable. You know, I, I will remember all these names. Just, just saying. Uh, These names will be will be remembered. And like you said, like you know, we're, this is not a, a card. I'm probably, I'm probably going to go through every every fight, but you know, J, the Jason yeah. Witt fight was a good one. That was that like was a awesome. back and forth, just the war. Uh, you know, Brian Barber. I Arena had him, man. I had him in a parlay. And big time favorite, and he just yeah, he just didn't. You know, they were both gassed in that third round, man. They were yeah. just and he got taken in. down like he got taken down like nine a shit times. ton, yeah. You know, so like you said, Jared Gooden. With a fucking so yeah, spark. Jared Gooden with his first UFC win. He he he's been take so he takes fights on like short notice. He fights at other weight classes, catch weights. He you know, I'm not sure. I, I want to applaud him for it, but also it's just not <clears throat> not something smart. Uh, first two fights in the UFC weren't easy. Alan Joban and uh, Abubakar. Yeah, Abubakar, and he lost decisions to both of them. Here he you know puts Nicholas Stolze out, and so I'm happy for him. You know he uh, uh, a couple guys that I listened to that are uh, MMA fans, they, they reside in Atlanta, Georgia. They actually know him personally. Uh, shout out to Best Fight Picks. They, are, they break down the game very well. They actually know him very well. They're good friends with him. So they, they've been typing up for a while. Glad to see him get a win. That Melsick dude, you know, he looks fucking awesome. He's a scary guy. Yeah, the gun, dude. Um, Cheyenne Bays. Shout out to Cheyenne Bays. I wasn't sure he was going to win this fight because, you know, who knows and – Women's MMA wins two girls who were what five and three and five and two or whatever they were. So, yep. big win. I'm glad she's Kicked getting right the, the bonus. I'm glad she's getting the bonus. I saw Dana White today say, you know, that's the game. You win, you get, you make a lot of money. You lose, you don't make anything. And to me, that sounds very, very archaic. But whatever, you know, it's Dana White. I'm, I'm glad she got the 50k. I'm glad they were. I'm glad the UFC's Twitter account recorded them giving her 50k or giving her the news that she was getting it, so they could just you know pat themselves on the back for being good guys. Just, yeah. For, makes me laugh. You get to eat this week. Here you go. Congratulations. Yeah, here you go. Thank you for like taking years off your life in the cage. And thank you for the retweets and likes we will get now. Because yeah. Thank you. 
Um, so anything else? Uh, uh, Phil Rowe beating the uh, one of the Koski or however you say that brothers. Yeah, whatever the hell. Um, I don't like I don't like how they spell their name or pronounce their names. Nah. Their faces. So I'm just gonna root against them. For you no can reason. just tell though that they're like you're green in the game, man. It, he yeah. was he was not built for that second round. Yeah, that he was not built for that pace. And you know, if you can't take the guy down, Phil Phil Rowe kind of was like accepting him being up against the fence. And in the second round, he was like, "No, I'm not going to accept this," and just decided mm-hmm. to stand at distance, get himself off the cage, and just fucking tee up on him. And the guy wasn't moving his head, or it was just kind of very uh, rudimentary, basic uh, striking. And yeah. Phil Rowe was able to just use his distance and just fuck them up. Shout out uh, Bill Rogan, his first UFC win. Gene uh, Ufray got it got got it the job done against Ashley Yoder in a dominant performance. That was that was so that was so gross. Uh, Ashley Yoder, I bet on her. Uh, bum. Yeah. Actually, no, I didn't bet her. I did put her in a parlay, <clears throat> but <clears throat> I mean, in fights like that, I guess it's almost a pick. Gene Ufray actually looked really good. Yeah, and she in did. her other fights, she looked really bad, and I was, I had these expectations because she was a, a former Invicta champ. Now she's like thirty seven. She's also like a natural atom weight. So I'm always I'm always worried, but Ashley Yoder is now eight and eight. So, cut watch. Uh, yeah, and as we said, uh, you know, I put uh, your girl Nico Montagna on on cut watch, and she yeah. has indeed been cut by the UFC. There you go, dude. The Which profit. I mean, honestly, we said that at a certain point. Like, no matter how many, like she says she was going through whatever you're going through. Like, you know, we feel for you. But also, yeah. you know, you can't continue to do this. Like, we can't continue to pay you. And I love Dana like White's Borg. like, Dana White's like, yeah, exactly. Like, maybe this isn't for you. Maybe the fight game yeah. really, you know. I mean, truthfully, and doesn't mean she's like a bad person or she like sucks or she's like no, a failure. Like, just, dude, could I fight? Absolutely not. I get punched once. That's what I'm and saying. Like, like fucking La La Land. La La Land. Yeah. And, and, but yeah, as I'm saying, like, I commend you. She won the ultimate fighter. She's no slouch. But it's just, yeah. it doesn't seem like, like, mentally she's able to. I don't know. If know? Ashley Yoder walked into the galley on a Friday night, she'd beat the fuck out of every person in there and walk out unscathed. 100%. Right? So, you know, shout out to her. I, I was really disappointed, though. I, I mean, I guess I was just, I think Fry looked really good. So I guess we'll see who she gets next at 115. Um, the Adeshev Benoit fight, I watched some of it. I didn't think, I wasn't sure about the decision. I don't know. Uh, two guys that are okay. So I wasn't really worried necessarily. Uh, but there's, you know, only 10 fights. It's funny because I looked at the card one time, I don't know if it was a week or two ago, and there was 15. And I'm like, man, you know, all these fights suck. This card sucks. There's 15 fights. You know, they should just move some or get cancel some, and there you go. Sure enough, five of them get canceled. Yeah, they probably just sprinkled some COVID throughout the building and were like, yeah. yo. Or, or they just <laughs> said to their test, like, yeah, yeah, you're positive. You can't fight. Sorry, bro. Yeah. It's funny because I wanted to see Smile and Sam Alvey get smoked. Didn't happen. I wanted to see Trevin Jones and how he looked. Didn't happen. I wanted. To, I remember originally it was Askarov and Alex Perez were on the card. Yep. I wanted to see that. That didn't happen, obviously. Uh, who else? Munir Lazez. I wanted to see how he fought, and and also Chris Dawkins. So they honestly took like all the guys I wanted to see and just said nope. Yeah, they're just like here, watch. You know, <sighs> watch Chris Gretzmacher and Rafa Garcia blow the a one round lead. Yeah. Well, you know that wasn't the only uh, card this weekend. We had a no, no. a Bellator uh, just kind of. The, like we said before, their biggest fight of the in the history of uh, their yeah. promotion, maybe not in uh, name stature, but definitely the most skilled and just like the best that they probably have to offer. AJ McKee, Patricio Pitbull, Fier. How do you say his last name? Fieri. It's not, I always, yeah, Ferrer. It's like it's I want to I want to give him Guy Fieri, but it's like not that you know. Yeah. Shit. Uh, I you guys haven't been watching this shit uh, or listen to this uh, show. You guys know. 
I struggle with these names, bro. I'm not, I'm not good. But uh, I'm, you know what? I'm here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm here to learn. I'm, I, I'm here. You know, I got my notebook here. I'm ready to write them down, the, the phonetic sounds and stuff. AJ yeah. McKee, though, dude. Wow was like the initial like I I was at a uh, I was out in someone's backyard just sitting there watching that on my phone and no one like I was trying to you know how like as a MMA fan you guys all probably know this you're in there explaining the significance of what's going on to like random people who aren't like they're like what are you watching and you're like oh you really want to know I'm watching an undefeated guy he's going up against a Bellator's fucking goat dude now what's Bellator yeah oh never mind oh yeah like exactly (laughs) but it's like another it's like UFC but like different they're like oh so it's like the minor leagues no 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 but kind of but But kind of but no uh, but like there's some good fights yeah exactly and they're like well why are you watching him shut up all right whatever yes no no dude he's not yeah about it yeah Gregor 10 Oh, dude, he's and then uh, and now someone like yeah, I don't know. Are you such a fraud? I'm like, oh, here we go. Oh, here, uh, we yeah, go. here comes. How this are we clown. branching off into this? Yeah, Brock Lesnar back. Yeah, dude. Oh boy, uh, we should one uh, <laughs> one of these shows. We will do just the ba- the top ten most casual things that people yeah. say and like. And ten later on, folks, sayings. we have our top our top five refs. All right, we we do everything. Oh, yeah. we, we do. We're gonna do a list each week just for fun because I, I fucking like lists. But top five Listen, refs. They- is there anything funner than listing things? I don't think I, so. I mean, seriously, that's an underrated like thing is to list yep. things. Ranking and listing, listing things. things. That's like the putting something number one. I don't even know what or who it is. It just makes me happy. Yeah, and I don't even know if I'm gonna be ranking the refs in the one to five, but I do have right. I do have a top we have a five. grouping, a nice grouping. Yes, a gathering, if you will. But so AJ McKeeman head kick, shin to dome, man lands was, it so. I missed him. it at first. I don't know if it was the camera angle, but I, I saw him. I thought it was a knee, like a flying knee. And that's, I thought it was even crazier. But I, I saw Pitbull. I was like, is he robbled? Is he not? He was He was not on this planet. That that kick, you know, that just shows shows you how good AJ McKee is, dude. He was wobbled. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that was like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't even a foot. That was shin to right. like chin. Like, Oof. And it just wobbled him, and then, like, A.J. McKee fired, I believe it was a right hand, that just fucking mm. knocked him knocked him down. Did the old Sean O'Malley walk away, which, like, I believe you said on uh, Twitter, and uh, I completely agree. Yeah. People have to stop doing that. That, yeah, not a that doesn't it can, make... It could cost you But it doesn't... Lot. Like, people think it's, like, more of a highlight reel and, like, all that shit. Like, it's not... Like, you, we won... We're here for vicious, brutal, yeah. violent knockouts. We don't care yeah, you if you have to jump on, on the guy. Enemy. That's what I'm saying. Like, kill the man. You know, like, that's what the people... Not that you actually should, but, like, that's what we're thinking right. at home. Like, dude, you gotta go in there and finish this motherfucker. And when, you know, like... O'Malley did that against Almeida. It almost it almost cost me money, man. Like I was upset. Yeah. I was like, dude, you wasn't it the had first him. round that happened in. Yes, and then he didn't finish him till the fucking third. Till, till the third with like a minute left. You know, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Like it, you never know, dude. If it, it could cost you. Like you cannot finish the guy, and then next yes. thing you know, second, you're in the second round, and you never know, dude. He just has a, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know what I'm looking for, but uh, a second wind, and next thing you know, you're yes. you lose. Some uh, guys, Michael we, Chandler, Michael Chandler, perfect example. Yeah, some guys we've all seen who have gotten cracked. Maybe you know, like you don't like this guy, but a, a Nate Diaz who gets cracked and they like that like wakes them up. Better. Yeah, like Tony they Ferguson. find a second. Yeah, exactly. They find a second Tenines. win. Yes, all oh, you can name a million guys like that, and you just can't like play around like that. But I don't yeah. want to take away from AJ McKee's like that. We sh- we're like shitting on him, but like that's but, just dude, that's more I've of a general thing seen, though. I've never seen people like dude that that. That fucking guillotine was, or uh, guillotine. That choke was tight, 
absolutely locked the fuck in. Like I, so it was a weird finish because or a weird stoppage because it wasn't a bad stoppage. He obviously like went when when the ref pulled him off him. Mike Beltran pulled him off him. You could see him like like limp kind of, and then yeah, like, he was like he was like he was like for like a half like for one second he was like out of it. Yeah, not out of it, but he was just like his eyes were open. He was just like what, and then it took him like a couple seconds to like look up at the ref and then you know ask you know talk to him. So he was obviously like. He's seconds up. away from going out. Yeah, seconds away from going out. So it was a good stoppage. It was just like kind of weird because his arms let, they went limp, you know, uh, it, cause, probably because he was out. And then the stoppage ended up waking him up. But just weird. But honestly, you know, maybe not perfect in a sense, like aesthetically. Um, but the way just the way he did that, man, he jumped on him and killed him. It, uh, it scary, reminded dude. me of like twenty six. It reminded me of the Robbie Lawler and Ben Askren situation, kind of, where, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, may- maybe Lawler wasn't out, but, like, you right. know, like, dude, he's just cranking on you, and you're not answering, and then, like, once yeah. the blood rushes back to your head, you're like, oh, I'm good, I'm good. It's like, yeah, yeah, you, you're good now that he, he let go, you know? <laughs> like, so, I don't, I don't think Pitbull was, was like, saying anything. I, I couldn't tell. Honestly, nah, he I don't, was pretty fucked yeah. up. They probably got him out of there. Uh, I could see him, like, a day or two or a week later saying... I was there. I was in because you know he, he likes to talk. And he kind of already did. If he, he, I saw one of the uh, things great. on MMA fighting that was like he didn't really think he was out or something. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he didn't think because he didn't know. He yeah, and fucking here. Yeah, you know, I, all of that stuff is kind of just posturing to make another fight. I I understand that now, but you know, I yeah. I, I kind of like I said, I, I try to remove myself from a lot. I just like see the things on Twitter, and I'm like, oh, like uh, here we go. Like you know, one of yep. the they take a quote or something. It, a lot of misleading a lot of titles. misleading stuff too yeah that's that's another Quick thought bait. so it's like you know these guys will fight again so it, ultimately so what, all the talk what, won't matter what about at 155 for uh pitbull's lightweight belt i see that i mean if i'm mckay absolutely i just smoked you at 45 what, what's the right what's, what's the, i move up a little bit yeah and he's not if, I, like we said before pitbull was trying to go to 30 you were talking about him going to 35 yeah. to wind up getting that belt you know so that that so, dream seems to be dashed but see man People they get too far ahead of themselves. You know, TJ Dillashaw. Always. I remember when he when he said he was about to fight Cejudo. I remember he was talking about I'm going to hold both belts for as long as I want, and then he didn't even get the second belt. He got and he, then he got suspended for two and a half years. So like, you know, just worry about you got AJ McKee fighting next. You know what I mean? Like talking about fighting at 135. Man, you're you, you can't do that. You're I think he's 35. Um, yeah. So we'll but- see what happens at 155. I think they want to rematch at 145. But I, I'm kind of I don't I don't really know what they're doing I don't you know I mean Pitbull probably deserves it but yeah does he though at the same time because it's like when right. usually so in MMA when you get smoked like that in two minutes it's like you you need a little cooling off period at least I think yeah. you can't run that right back to people and and like we well, are not going to be as excited to see it the second time because we're going to think oh well. so maybe he defends it against Mads Burnell and then he gives Pitbull a, maybe they fight at 155 a year from now say yeah or, you know what I mean yeah that'd be Maybe maybe get a defense in there for McKee because yeah he's his star power is so high and you probably want him to fight one, uh, another time before the year ends and I think I think he runs through Mads Brunel not that Mads Brunel isn't good uh, you know he he beat Emmanuel Sanchez pretty soundly I just don't think he uh, I just don't think he's as good as AJ McKee man I don't think he's really close no and we kind of talked about that before we if you guys listen to the podcast we gave you AJ McKee at minus one ten. Yep. We we were that was the one we were really like on all on board on. Even though we did, he was like minus one fifteen. Yeah, and, and so we, like that was, Hey, you know, 
that that's that's about as good as it gets when you're betting, dude. Minus one ten on a on a thing like that where you really yep. feel like confident about it. You're like, oh, okay. Like you're getting getting as good of a number as you can, other than being an underdog, which very rarely do you feel confident about a guy like uh, plus one forty. Like this is a lock, you know. And, and yeah, I'll tell you what, it didn't feel like a lock, but it, it definitely looks like it afterwards. I was know? nervous, but the whole two minutes I watched, I was fucking. Yeah, it looked like he was minus five hundred. He's just so much bigger than him. Yeah. That's what I, the first thing I saw when they walked across the cage. I love that. Like he's guy. better everywhere. No, it, absolutely. And you see them walk across the cage though, and you can tell. Like I always tell my friends and stuff, you'll know within the first. Usually, you know in the first like twenty seconds, yeah. like what not who's going to win the fight, but it's like oh, like this guy's in trouble. Like he's going to like. Right. But and I could tell like the way AJ took the center of the cage. It was like oh, okay, like. He's he's gonna fuck Pitbull up. Like if Pitbull's fighting on his back heel up against the fence and shit like that, he's he's in trouble because he's always yeah. the guy that's pushing the other guy back. Bellator might have their John Jones man. They they they've been looking for years for their Ronda Rousey and their Cyborg or another Cyborg. They're Conor McGregor. They're trying to go to Ireland. They're trying to go all, all the way out there get Kiefer. all the K, K, yeah guy got smoked. They're trying to get all these KSG or KGB or whatever the fuck they're called guys, and they're all bums. Every single one of them SGB. are bums. Everybody that fights in Ireland's a bum. That's Everybody from Ireland's a bum. So, <laughs> but they finally, you know, they've been looking for everything. They, 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 they obviously want to compete with UFC. I know people say it's, it's not a competition. It is. It I always mean, is. If you, you want to be the best, you have to compete with the best. That's just how it is. And if you looked at their numbers, they didn't even come close to UFC's ratings. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't care for that necessarily, but I watch both. So I think they might have their own John Jones or at least, you know, something you can build Something you could, they they definitely have their next you know their next star their their homegrown star that they've been trying to get for a while that's for sure. But Bellator needs more. Uh, if, yeah. If we're being honest, and we're gonna get into a little bit of the well, yeah. Uh, so like two sixty three are uh, damn. I can't believe they've had that many events. Honestly. Yeah. So it was good, you know, from what I watched, just not great. You know, like there was a lot of uh, just eh, fights I didn't really care for. Um, but that's kind of how it is. It's not deep. You're not going to get Usman or Magomedov fighting somebody who's undefeated too, you know. Uh, but he looked really good. Maz Brunel looked good. Um, Brent Primus and his fight back didn't get the win. Yep. I didn't watch that fight actually. Split. I watched the last three to be honest. I watched the Usman. I fight. watched. I, I watched Yamauchi fight just because I, as soon as I put it on, he, they were starting and he knocked the dude out in the first round. So that was that was really good. Vanessa Porto, easy win. Yeah, it was a split. split we uh, that we had that. Pick. Almost lost, but um, Georgie Kashaki, yeah, beating your boy Kiefer. Magomed's little brother looked pretty good. He fought a guy who was like three and four, so yeah, take take that for what you will. But that one forty five division, man, they they have little Magomed Sharapov. They have uh, Usman's at one fifty five, but I think he can. I think he has fought at one forty five. Mads Brunel's at one forty five, and then you have McKee at one forty five, and possibly one fifty five. They have a lot cooking in that lightweight, um, lightweight division and the yeah. featherweight division. Like they, they actually have you know something for once. Yeah, it, it's interesting to watch, and I, I gotta say, I don't know if it's enjoyable to watch Bellator, but I, like, I just do it this, sometimes. Like, I heard a lot yeah. of people complaining about the um, presentation and the like, yeah, just different so shit. But that, that doesn't have anything to do with like, what, like that's not the reason you're not you're not wa- right. you're not watching it because it's the product isn't as good as the other product you watch. Whether you the, get AJ uh, McKee and Pitbull fights, dude. You're ever people are watching. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you get legitimate, like now you got Tim Johnson 
and fucking uh, Fedor Emelianenko fighting in yeah. Moscow. And, and Tim Johnson's the number two ranked heavyweight in the world for Bellator. So, yeah, like they have some weak. It's a lot the next of one. Yeah. What What is the next? Gegard's fight. Gegard's right. fighting. <clears throat> Gegard's fighting. He's defending his middleweight belt against uh, John Salter. John Salter, the even, salty dog, dude. I, yeah, the salty. He's. I don't even know who he is. He, uh, like, I mean, those, he's um, runs the gym and he's the coach of uh, Joe Selecki. He's got a couple of those guys oh, out in North Carolina, okay. I believe, North or I South Carolina. Was, I, I didn't know he was the number one contender for the middleweight belt, but you I know, mean, he have honestly it, I though, if you look at his like resume, he's won a lot of uh, like fights against those high, those high like level guys in uh, yeah in Bellator. Which yeah, I mean, you know what though? It's like you say though, like these divisions are kind of uh, you know, a little. Little thin. August twentieth, dude. You got Czech Congo and Sergey Karatanov. That's the main event. Are you nuts? By the way, never mind about that. Wins against the the good guys. I uh, I forgot he did fight Rafael Lovato Jr. That that's what I was talking there about. There you go. Does have dude, a win Czech against Congo's Dustin 46. Jacoby? Forty-six. So the old that's stuff. nuts. Karat- Karatanov's forty and Congo's forty-two. Like that's a main event. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking nuts. To be fair, the rest of the card is pretty decent. But two old guys fighting—that's what they should just call it. Yeah. So, I—I um, I mean, if you have any closing remarks on Bellator, I guess now would be the time. But I've uh, pretty much spoke spoken my piece. I, I enjoy watching big fights like that, and uh, people talking about the presentation or whatnot. I think you need to stop the. I heard people talking about the gloves, the colored gloves. That's why they don't like watching it, and that that is capped to the yeah. nth degree. So just just either <laughs> don't watch it or shut up and or watch it. You know, like I don't like the shitting on the Bellator. They're doing their best. They're offering you another option, and uh, I don't think you should be complaining about it. It's kind of like the the XFL. Like, what, what what do you want? You know? Yeah. Are you what are your expectations? And if your expectations were this high, yeah. Why? If you want want an NFL product, go watch the NFL. <laughs> I mean, come on. Basically, you is what know it what is. you're getting at least. You know. If you're watching the Olympics and you're like, why Why am I watching shot put? Well, I don't know. You're why fucking you watching the Olympics, dude. Yeah, like, turn it off. This is an Olympic event. Well, yeah, dude. Just because you're an MMA right. fan does not mean you have to watch all this shit. Watch what you want to watch, yeah. guys. But that, I mean, that's about it. Uh, you know, we got some, uh, we got a card coming up this weekend. But quickly, we skipped something from last week that we did not talk it's about, good. which was very important. Rachel Ostevich. Paige Van Zant. This guy was in attendance. Yes, he was, was there in the building. In where was it? It was at the Florida State Fairgrounds in Tampa. Pretty, pretty nice little spot, honestly. Um, it was, it was like set up. The, I don't know. You have you been to a CFFC uh, event? Uh, I have not, but I've seen like the arena and the the kind of the setup. So it was kind of like a smaller sort was, of situation. Yeah. Right? It was yeah, it was it was cool though. Like they had the you know the stands and whatnot. And whenever there was like somebody from Florida fighting, everybody just went nuts. Florida, that was the chant I heard all fucking night. Kind of like the O H I O. Very cult ish. Yeah. Uh, Paige Van Zant looked not good, dude. Honestly, and the, you know Rachel Osovich when they fought the first in the UFC, she you know she beat she beat her easily, and Paige, Rachel Osovich lost to everybody. Uh, but in bare knuckle, man, Paige Van Zandt just doesn't have the hands. Like she doesn't have she's she. The, the reason she was good in UFC, or at least was hyped up, is, was mainly because her wrestling, clinch game, uh, her kicking. She can't do any of that in bare knuckle. Like she, she just has her hands, man. Her hands are not good. They have, are still not good. She takes a beating when she fights. I kind of have a lot of issues with her continuing to do this, but she's going to keep doing it, unfortunately. 
Well, you know, yeah, she's going to keep fighting and doing that because, you know, that's I'm sure she doesn't she makes a lot of money. But uh, you yeah. can tell. I mean, you know, apparently she's starting to get a little naked on her fan site. So you know, apparently you it's you know it's getting a little more, a little more <laughs> off of the fighter trail and more on the yeah the only hey do what fans. she gotta do man you know, listen, she should go to be- what I, she should do. I don't understand why she's not in Bellator. She could be with her boyfriend, uh, fiance, husband, whatever they are. And husband, she, yeah. Tell me she wouldn't beat some of the fucking girls they have in that organization. Like, you know what I mean? She could definitely make some noise. Alejandra Lara is fighting for title. Honestly, though, title. dude, she's just not that good. That That's yeah. literally the biggest You're problem. You're not any good. Yeah, like, uh, but, like, watching her get smoked by Amanda Hebos and uh, watching man. her lose to Britain Hart. Like, some of the girls that she's losing to, it's hey, just man. like... Brit- Britain Hart's a scary individual, right? She is, dude. She's beating... She, the, beat she the is sh- the fucking Ronda Rousey of uh, Baron Earlier, UFC, dude. Jesus. Two, two fights before the main event, she fought a girl named... Uh, fuck, what was her name? Jenny Savage. I was like, all right, Jenny Savage, maybe she's good. She got smoked. So, you know, uh, Britain Hart getting another W. Yeah, and, you know, Blueface caught a, caught a W. Uh, what were Blueface your thoughts on that? Good. He caught a couple Ws. He, he caught, caught two Ws. He caught more than one, that's for sure. He caught, yeah. he caught a couple fades. Uh, what was that like? <laughs> Huge brawl in the so, ring. So he honestly looked good, like decent. He looked okay. You know, the guy for, he looked, for, for the guy he was fighting looked horrible, bro. Awful. Yeah, Kane Trujillo, uh, whatever the fuck, whatever he, the he's fuck terrible. That but guy is. His blue face is like a tall. He's like he's really tall and he's skinny. He's a southpaw, and he you know, he had a, he looked like he knew what he was doing a little bit. And then he got tired. And I mean, that's listen, I get it. Getting exhausted after a couple minutes when you're not a trained fighter, you know, people were like kind of booing and whatnot, but. <laughs> They were gassed. You know, that's not necessarily easy to do. What do you want? Uh, he walked out. Yeah, for real. Fought at one fifty five. He's like six four. You know, looking like uh, Dwight Grant out there. <laughs> but after the fight, dude, he's trying to bring his little son and his like two year old son into the ring, who was dripped out by the way, wearing fucking just just nice shit. He uh, he picks somebody hands him his son. And he's got him like in midair, and he puts him down. And then this like fan. Comes up to him, random ass fan. And I don't know what he says or does, but then Blueface just fucking hits him with a one, two, three piece, three piece and a soda. Uh, Dave Feldman, the guy who runs this shithole place thing, uh, he's like in the middle of it. All of a sudden, you got Tyron Woodley. I I don't know if this was that this was at this event. I really don't think it was. I didn't see Tyron Woodley or uh, they were claiming that it was where he was talking to Hector Lombard. Hector Lombard, oh, man, maybe it was. I just, I, I didn't see it. I didn't notice it. I, I saw a couple big ass dudes walking around that people were taking pictures with. Didn't know who any of them were. They just looked like they were juiced up. But um, yeah, the fucking fan. After when, when he came into the ring, he got swarmed by everybody. Blueface's mom was trying to get in the ring. His girlfriend was trying to get in the ring. All his boys came in the ring. Like that dude had a rough, a rough go at it. Yeah, maybe maybe so, bad decision looking back on it to, to hop in there. Maybe should have should have done that. Maybe uh, the first fight of the night, or was it the second fight? I missed it. Uh, homeboy got put to sleep. I was in line getting food and, and and drinks, and this dude got put to sleep. I come back to my seat. He's still just on the ground. So, <laughs> so somebody there just some, died. <laughs> so yeah, Kyle McElroy. If you're listening, I'm sorry, buddy. I hope you hope you get better. Jesus. Uh, there was just a lot of just <laughs> brutality, really. Almost every fight was a knockout. Yeah, um, that's kind of what you paid four, for, though, right? Yeah, it is. But once there was one, you know, that didn't go, that went past the first round, people started booing. But fuck uh, you, fucking kill him, knock him out. Shout out Taylor Jenkins. Shout out Taylor Jenkins. 
kill a bee, tat it up. Very nice. Very nice fighter. Britton Hart, shout out to her. She's a little crazy. Uh, who else? Anybody else getting a shout out? Nah. Jared Warren, shout out to Jared Warren. He's pretty good. Yeah, and uh, Mississippi else? Mean was not there for everyone, anyone who was wondering or asking. Neither yeah. was Artem Lobov, who, to- who took a loss in a war bunker. Dude, to a uh, to a credentialed beat. boxing champion, so you know <laughs> silver medalist. Whoever the fuck is making his fights is stupid, dude. But I, I'm sure the money—that's what it was all about. And he's retired, so congratulations. So, so I, yeah, God, it was a, it was a fun event, honestly. Like you know, it, it, you know, I, I didn't pay much. Uh, so if you have a chance to go to a BKFC event, why not? The next one's in Biloxi, Mississippi, so I, I don't think I'll be attending. But uh, Alan Belcher is fighting on that card. Okay. Well, well, I feel like if they're in Mississippi, UFC, uh, then former UFC goat. It's for a belt, a bare knuckle bantamweight championship. Reginald Barnett Jr. and Johnny Bedford. So they look like serious wow. guys. Let's go. Yeah. Maybe we might we might have I'm to go do a live show in Biloxi. The dude. next one after that's in Omaha, dude. We we can make it out to that. I don't know. There's there's they nobody just fighting, do them so. in like the most like southern <laughs> just fucking places in the world, dude. Just yeah. like you come Biloxi on now. To be a, Come to Omaha, Nebraska. Come down Birmingham, to Omaha, Alabama. motherfucker. Come on down. Come to Tampa. All right, so let, Tampa, let's get into the uh, let's get into a little bit of the UFC two six five. Yes, two sixty five card this weekend, Damn. headlined by Almost Derek. Almost three hundred, dude. Yeah, man, Almost we're getting close. Two years from now, I think we'll be at three hundred. Now, holy shit! The three. I just one every month, right? Yeah, that's that'll be yeah, a while man. actually, but. Feels like it won't be that long, but we got a we got a, we got a not a great I wouldn't say a great pay per view card, but some some yeah. compelling fights I would say on, on this thing. A good good prelims. So let's just start. Derek Lewis, Cyril Gone fighting for the interim heavyweight title, which is kind of the most fraudulent interim heavyweight title that or interim title that I've ever seen because it's so unnecessary. What yeah. do you make of this fight? What do you What are your thoughts, feelings? Are you excited? Everything. Yeah, I'm pretty hyped. I'm pretty hyped for it. Uh, Cyril Gans probably like a, a heavyweight we haven't seen almost ever. Uh, even Francis, I think he moves. He moves like a middleweight. He moves so you know the way he moves around there is just levels, levels above everyone else. He manages uh, that distance, can he, man. Can he, can he take a punch though? Like we've not, you know, it's heavyweight. We've never seen him take a shot. We've seen Francis Ngannou take a shot. We've seen Stipe take shots. Uh, John Jones, I guess now at heavyweight, we haven't seen him take shot, a shot there, but we've seen him take shots. We've seen. Uh, even Derek Lewis, you know, he, he gets beat up. Remember when he fought DC for the belt? That was, you know, easy work. Uh, even when he fought junior junior, you know, smoked him. Mark Hunt smoked him. You know, he's been, he's been put out before Sean Jordan way back in the day. LSU or yeah, LSU legend, Sean Jordan, uh, Matt Mitchell smoked him. Like he, you know, he's been knocked out before. Like his chin isn't, isn't impenetrable. But he, you know, what he did to Curtis Blades, what he did to Olenek, what he's done to, you know, so many people when he did to Volkov. Uh, and he has a win over Ngannou. He, you know, he technically beat Ngannou. Yeah. He's he's probably the most slept-on, underrated guy you can fight. And I think it was Cyril Ngannou's team. I don't know if it was him that was basically saying, like, yeah, this is this should be easy work. Or no, it was, no, no, it was Gon. Gon said he thinks Volkov will be a tougher test or a tougher opponent. But he's still wary. Like he knows Derek Lewis's powers is not to be fucked with, which is pretty much how it goes. Like he's he's KO or bust. I think you know if it goes to this, I don't think Derek Lewis is winning a, a five round fight. No, no. But uh, you know, uh, I think 
like you said, I think you just put it perfectly though. Like Gon has looked great to this point, but he is, have we seen him take a punch? And the answer right. to that is no. But and no, but no one can take a punch from Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis. Yeah. So it doesn't really so matter. Like, you know, like if he gets hit, that, that's it's this typical Derek Lewis fight. Like if he gets hit, fucking see you later, dude. Uh, you're, right. you're probably going to sleep. I can't imagine that you you take the shot or whatever. Whatever is going to happen, uh, like you said, Gon is incredible. Like he has incredible di- managing distance range. Uh, his output, he he manages his cardio and everything very well. He's I've never really seen him in trouble or or sort of his back up against the wall or in any sort of position of negativity. Yeah. So I mean, what's this? Who's to say that it's going to happen in this fight? You know, like you said, we've seen Derek Lewis wilt and like fold in, in some situations. I think now he's the healthiest he's ever been for the most part. I, I believe right. he had some back issues and whatnot early on in this. You know, I think his back's still fucked up. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you know, that's a constant thing. Right. He's plus two eighty though. So yeah, if you're get if you want an official pick, gone should win this fight. Gone by decision at plus two hundred is not bad value. Exactly. Uh, I think he I think he might finish him. I think it, like I think a kick will sneak through or something like that, and then Lewis will wilt. Yeah, know, I, I think, think Derek like that's the thing though. Like that's why I just don't like if you really want my honest opinion, you probably shouldn't bet this because there's nothing really that I feel confident about. The number is just too all over the place. If you really want to yeah. lay the minus three fifty, then you can, but also one punch can end that. That that's always right. the problem. With he- especially heavyweights, like of course one punch can always end it, but heavyweights, it's the the margin for error is so thin that you know he gets a gun gets touched and he like yeah. gets caught off balance and then that you know here we go and then he's up against never the fence know. and it's just like you know you never know because we've never seen him in trouble so you don't know what's gonna hey, happen. I, didn't, I honestly didn't think Derek Lewis was gonna spark um, Derek Curtis Blades. Yeah, Maybe he, that was just me being a hype riding the hype train, but I just didn't I didn't think he would do that. And he looked and that, great. Sneaky. In that fight. That's that uppercut was so sneaky and fucking lethal that he just put him out out cold. He touched his chin and basically like he almost punched through his chest. Like I yeah. like that. That's Derek Lewis though. That's the Black Beast. Scary, man. you know. So scary. it's scary power that can that can put anyone out in a second. Yeah, man. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, there are a lot of USA chants. That's for sure. Yeah, and there's gonna be it's gonna be a different vibe for Gone. You know. Right. Who hasn't fought in front of fans in, in a while? I mean, neither has neither is uh, Lois, but I feel like you know, Lois definitely has way more experience than the Bright Lights guys fought in, in the main event of MSG and stuff like that. Yeah. So, it, but it's been it's been a while for for Boser. It's really I mean, in, know, in, just, in it's, South Korea when he beat Tanner Boser in 2019. Yeah. It's probably the last time he he fought in front of fans. Right. So pretty good win too. Hey, his his UFC debut. It was like his third fight, and he put he, he tapped out Rafael Pessoa, who's a fraud, but still. No, but yeah, know, it, was, it was at the oh, arm triangle choke. That's right. And then the heel hook to Dante Mays, even though Dante Mays was pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, that's bad. You know, it's still imp- it was, impressive. It was a nice heel hook. So you know, I think any any which way this fight goes, I think he should win. I think he should be the favorite. I think he will get it done. It just depends if you think he's. He's built for it. You know, this is a big moment. This is the biggest moment of his life. You know, if you think he's he's up for a tough test against Derek Lewis, if he can keep his composure, he can go five rounds. You know, I, I think he is, man. I think he's ready for this. I think he's built differently. Him and, uh, you know, that, 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 these French fighters are starting to look good. You know, Francis is, you know, from Africa, but Trained he was in France, France for, yeah, it's where he learned a lot. Yeah. Uh, Cyril Gans, where he got everything. Manon, Manon Furo, if you watch her fight, dude, she, oh is my God. Built, she is different than these women. She is 
different. Her, the way she kicks, the way she throws things with fucking such efficiency and how she keeps her distance, similar to Cyril Ghosn. Um, even even uh, Nardiev, even him, you know, he, he's looked a lot better lately. And he's, he's, he's from France. I believe he's, he's Russian, but he uh, trained in France his whole life. So like these these French fighters aren't a joke anymore, man. Once they once they legalized legalized it up there, they uh they've been developing some really solid fighters. So I think he's built for it. I think he's ready for the moment. I think he'll I think he'll finish Derek Lewis. Okay, so your official prediction is a TKO. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he subbed him because he could do that. And you know, all right. Derek so Lewis maybe there you go, folks. Take that double chance. Around. Take the take the double result of uh you know inside the distance for Cyril Gone. Yeah. Uh, I personally will will probably be placing a wager on Derek Lewis Moneyline just because by the time Why that not? fight goes down and the Houston crowd's been going nuts all night, I'll I'll be a sucker and I will I will fire that. But to me, there's just too much. Um, I don't know. It's probably you like you, your bet is probably the smart bet, but it's just there's too many variables there with Cyril Gone that I just don't trust it yet. Uh, yeah. I am fascinated by a Cyril Gone and Francis Ngannou fight. Cause, I mean, that uh, who, who knows with that dude? Uh, you know, could Gon like point fight him for five rounds? I right. mean, like, and is Lewis on steroids, but Lewis also beat him. So you know, it's just yeah. it's such a MMA is just such a clusterfuck of how you figure out who's gonna win what. But there's a reason Gon's a three fifty minus three fifty favorite, and he you know i think people are going to get to see his skill set like you said on saturday night and see how good he actually is uh hell of a co-main event here and i mean uh, honestly the the your the feature fight is incredible as well but let's start with yeah. Aldo Muno, uh pedro munoz uh minus 110 down the line wow uh we got minus 110 15 15 minus 120. Aldo is a small favorite by most books. I uh, saw so a lot of people picking Munoz, though. So uh, I, I'm I, good. I'm not going to bet on this fight. Yeah. Peter Munoz, he, I'm not, I don't do well when I bet on him. I bet him against Frankie. He lost. Still think he won the fight. Yeah. Um, I, I had Cody when he fought Cody, and he fucking killed him. So I'm, I'm good, man. I'm not, I'm not going to bet on him ever again. Yeah, he's lost like two or three split decisions. So. Fuck. Who, who do you think's going to win this? I, I got Aldo. I got Aldo. Yeah, that, that's, okay. you know, honestly, I just don't see the, you know, I mean, obviously Munoz has has fire in his hands, and I just feel like it's more like loopy sort of stuff, you know? Like it's yeah. more all power and like overhands, and Aldo's the very best, dude. It's as technical as it gets. If like kicks, it's over. If he it's does, but he doesn't do it anymore. He doesn't do it anymore. When he fought Cheeto, he, he did a lot to the bot he was throwing him like random he didn't throw a lot of him he was just throwing him like like at the end of his combinations when he's not expecting it and fucking just unleashing a kick to his body or to his legs that's what i want to see him do against munoz but we'll see you know he doesn't like to throw light kicks for some reason that and I'm, I got him though. I'm gonna say i don't have a lot of i only have like one or two uh like certified like where i feel like you know big big time lock on it but we're not there yet. Vicente Luque, Michael Chiesa. Uh, Chiesa is the underdog at minus 102. We have minus 116 for Luque. This is absolutely right down the line. Uh, I This one's tough. I'm being told that Chiesa, you know, obviously this is a specialist sort of thing. Chiesa can get him on the ground. That he's in there. But if Luque can keep it standing, he's going to fuck him up. I... 
I, I personally yeah. feel like Luke A is the is the pick here. But well, how do you feel? A lot of people are on Chiesa. I mean, I get it. You know, I don't think he's lost a round at 170, but and he looks a lot better. He looks bigger. But Vincente Luque is different. You know, he's yep. he he's he's. I don't know how his wrestling is. Like he has a strong. His top game is really. You know, the way he passes is it's a thing of beauty. But you know, if Rafael dos Anjos not really. You know, not the same guy anymore. He's also a 155er naturally. Diego and Carlos Condit. You know what are they? They're all both of them are cooked. And Neil Magny kind of kind of easy to take down. He's been taking down a lot. Yeah. So, like, I, I don't want to diminish the the streak he's on, but I just don't think he's fought a guy who is so you know his, his nickname is the Silent Assassin for a reason. Like, I don't think he's he's really ready for someone as well rounded as Vicente Luque. I I um, honestly couldn't I couldn't express it better than you just did. That's just how I feel. I feel that uh, Chiesa. Lack what well, Lakisa? I don't know how to say this, but like Luke is better on the feet than like the 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 skill distance in their supposed strengths is much better for Luke than it is in Kiesa. I feel like Luke can hold his own on the ground. Not to say that mm-hmm. he'll be able to you know dominate Kiesa, but those positions where Kiesa is able to hold guys up against the fence, get their back, and go you know back and forth yeah. from control to try to get the sub to control you know i don't know if he's going to be able to do that against luke because i just think he's too like this is a legit 170 big guy that he's that case yeah. is fighting so not to say that case himself isn't a big guy but he doesn't want to stand with stand trade and that's that, the thing that it's going to be well. like panic wrestling and honestly i could see a fight where case does that he just holds luke yeah. up against the fence and Gets him in that like Khabib position where he just you know holds him down and just locked. drags him out, kind of the way Gilbert Burns did to uh, Wonder Boy in a couple of those rounds. Yeah. So could see that, but my pick is Luke. And I got Luke. I think he's gonna finish him. Yes, yeah. I just he minutes is a lot of time. I just feel yeah. I mean, Kiesa is up. You know, it's, it's not even against Kiesa. It's just I, it's just my more of my belief in Luke. Hey man, if it's something Luke is good. You know, besides the that Wonder Boy fight, he he'd be on like a. Nine fight winning streak, and he yep. Nico Price twice. He finished. He was one of the first ones to finish by Brian Barberina. Almost he knocked lost out Mike Perry, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I didn't think. I you know I thought he won two of the rounds, kind of kind of soundly. Yeah, but it was like he was in trouble in that third round where he was like, you yeah, know. no, definitely. That was kind of that was kind of worrying. But you know, Barberina hit him. Yeah, he's easy to hit. He's definitely easy to hit. That's why I thought maybe you know once one once Wonder Boy pieced him up, I thought maybe he'd go down. Uh, he'd start going down, but. Smoked Nico Price, took some shots, beat Randy Brown. Dude, Randy Brown's a really good fighter. And then what he did to Tyron Woodley. So he's probably, you know, he gets hurt in a lot of fights. But it doesn't matter for somebody like him. But eventually it will. Uh, I, I just don't think he has a good I, I was going to say, sure, I just don't sure think he can hurt He can hit him, but. Can he hurt him? Can he finish right. him? Doubtful. Absolutely you know, not. In that way. Yeah. And I just don't think Kies is just going to wrap him up and choke him out. Because I just, yeah. I have more respect for Luke's ground game than that. But. I, you know, like we always say, we shall see. Angela Hill, Tisha Torres. This is a uh, stay away from uh, me, but uh, Angela Hill plus one twenty eight. What do you have? I'm itching. I'm itching. Um, Tisha Torres. It seems she seems like the pick. I got Tisha Torres. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, she, they fought once before, I believe. Right? I I believe so. If I I will I can pull it up real quick, but. Yeah, yeah, like a long time ago. So it's been Tisha a while. Tisha Torres, 
and Angela Hill fought in 2015 at UFC 188. Yeah. Tisha Torres got a unanimous decision victory in Tisha a card Torres. that was headlined by Cain Velasquez and Fabricio Verdum. Wow. So, same night as Eddie yeah, Alvarez yeah. defeated Gilbert Melendez, Kelvin Gaslam defeated Nate Marquard, Yair Rodriguez yeah. defeated Charles Boston Strong Rosa, Henry Cejudo wow. was on the undercard fighting Chico Camus? Camus? Chris? Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. Don't know who that is. Uh, John Cena fought. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I mean. Uh, I got Tisha. Yeah, um, give me Tisha. Tisha's only 31, man. The tornado, dude. And she, she's sneaky hot. She's one of the more underrated <laughs> sneaky hot fighters we got. And as, she brings uh, it every time. She's always the undersized person. Brian Campbell person. would say sneaky hot. But, yeah, she's always – look, look, listen. Little uh, – what's her name? Little, uh, Tiny Tornado? Tiny right? Tornado, Twisted. yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So, Angela Hill, dude, I'm just tired of her whole complaining about losing a split decision when she stopped fighting after one round. Shtick. She does it, like, every time. And, you know, Tisha Torres, she's won two in a row, but they haven't been great fighters. But, hey, she finished Sam Hughes. Uh, Angela Hill's just, she's not really good, man. She she got hyped up. Sam Hughes. For, yes. <laughs> I think I saw her uh, bagging groceries last week. But <laughs> Angela Hill, Angela Hill's on a three-fight winning streak against three bums. Honestly, like, Luma Luke Boomy's okay, but even her, it was like her fifth fight. She beat Hannah Cyphers, easy. And Ariane Carnalasi, easy. After that, dude, she lost the split to Claudia Gadella, and that she should have lost. She lost. She, she lost uh, Waterson too. Like those were earned losses. She complained about both of them. And that's all she does every time she she thought she beat Yan Yan Jianan. She absolutely did not. Now, uh, Rana Marcos put her in armbar. Like she's not. She beat Jody Escobel too. Wow, what a win! Jody Escobel is one of the worst fighters in UFC women's history. Like, oh my goodness, she, that's saying something. She's, She's bad, man. She's really bad. She barely she took she couldn't even finish Ashley Yoder in her last fight, who is really bad. She had she lucked out twice the Manda Hebos getting COVID like twelve times. Uh she would have got put to sleep there. So I, I, I just think Tisha Torres is better. I, I don't think, you know, one forty five's I guess it's fair. I guess it's a, a fair line, honestly. Yeah, so I'm I'm all in on the tour on the tour aspect there, yeah, and more. Yeah. And this is I tr- this is kind of like the double edged sword. I trust Teach Torres, and I do not trust Angela Hill. So this is Absolutely like a not. more of a easier pick. This next fight though is this is my lock of the of the fight card. I don't usually give Uh-oh. one like this, but I, this Uh-oh. one, Casey Kenny is going to beat Song Yedong. Really? He, yes. Uh, I I listen, I, and I could be wrong. Okay, like I always like to say. I got to shoot myself some bail ahead of time, but this is my. Con- <laughs> I I feel confident. I will be firing. Song Yudong huh. wins fights that he loses all the time, and uh, and I Gito. just think yes, and I just don't think I, Cody Stain was a draw. Should have lost. Exactly. That's when you can go through his thing, and you're just like, like you look he back, sh- you're like, so yeah, you could argue that he should be on a three fight losing streak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And and I just think you know you give you give him a guy like Casey Kenny who. They just lose, you know. But he's he was on like lighting the world on fire before yeah. that. So Close it, fight. and exactly that's what I'm saying. Like it wasn't like he got dominated. It was a it was an absolutely like war, you know, tough brawl fight. You know, his the only two guys he was lost to were what Dominic Cruz and Marab. Yes, I mean those. <laughs> I mean, and the guy in the contender series, but he I think it was a split decision loss there too. So like he beat Roy Vall, he beat Roy Borg, he beat Ramirez, he beat Smoke, he beat Nate Wood. Like he actually has a really good resume. Yes, you know what I mean. Like he's very 
sneaky, under the radar. Because he's not flashy. He's not the Sean O'Malley nope. of the Bandway division. But he's only 30. And he's know, got he all the skills out there. Ground yeah. game. He's got takedowns. He can stand and bang. He's very good with the yeah. leg kicks. Like He's got a lot like of different that. shit. But that's my pick. I like pick. that a lot. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, like, I, think, that's a, I think that's a lock. Here's Again, a- hey, you never know. Song of Dongs could just spark with a crazy hand, you exactly. know, right hand, but... I don't that's, see it. That's honestly. the game that we're. That, this is the fight game, though. This is the game. Gambling in the fight game yeah. is brutal because you know what you're getting yourself. You have, yep, you have no idea what you're what you're walking into. I think Kenny into. should take him down a bunch of times. Really. Yep. Uh, and and I, I just feel that Casey Kenny has more ways to win the fight. And yeah, Song Yudong is durable, but that that and that's won him a couple of those decisions. But I just feel Casey Kenny's way better, and he's gonna. I, he might finish him, but uh, I'm not. Not not betting that. I'm betting him just straight up minus one twenty. Give me Casey Kenny and a next one. I have another pick here. Rafael right, Fiziev. Yeah, this is this is the fucking shit right here. Plus one ninety five <laughs> TKO. Give me that all Ooh, day. I got plus one sixty inside the distance. Okay. But same thing, really. Yeah, I mean, basically. Uh, Bobby Green's last. Let's see, like seven fights have went the distance. Yeah. So you know what he's trying to do. Who has he fought out of these guys that are Rafael Fiziev? No one. No one. <laughs> like Elaine Patrick. You know, yeah, I mean, come on. The last guy Thiago he fought Moises. that was like the last one was Dustin, and he got he got smoked in the first round of that fight. So, you know, Bobby Green, he's he's been around for a while. I, I actually had him beat Lando Venata. I had him beating Clay Guida. I remember that. So, you know, he's you know, he's a warrior. He's a legend. He's, he's been around for a while. He can still probably fight some guys, but he cannot fight Rafael Fiziev. Rafael Fiziev is dangerous. Adaman, he's from, <laughs> he went, his, it says his college was the Kyrgyzstan Police Academy. That's yep. where he went to college. That's scary. Hey, good luck and he's fighting that, out of yeah. Thailand. A sca- Dude, a Kyrgyzstan fucking trained assassin fighting out of Muay Thai. Uh, Dude, he's Thailand. like the female, uh, or he's like the male um, Shevchenko. Like he just, yeah. he yeah. just like when I watched him fight uh, a Sun Sal, uh, no, not a Sun Sal, um, Moicano, Moicano, and yeah. he, dude, like uh, if you want to stand and fight with him, you're fucked. And if you yeah, want to go, like, that. go ahead, good luck, like taking him down. He's not gonna let that happen. He's like we'll very it. nimble. His foot, his feet, his footwork is like incredible. That's just, it's just what he does, dude. Uh, I other than that though, on this card, picks wise, um, I, Alonzo Menafield. Uh, give me, give me, give me him. Maybe Ooh. TKO. I like Ed Herman late. Yeah. Okay. Ed Herman, Ed Herman likes to likes to make comebacks. He does. Uh, Alonzo Menafield likes to fall off after one round. So, give, oof, that's scary. Give me the Menafield TKO though. So uh, that's uh, that's one that I'm giving. And uh, Manel Cop fight Nudie Osborne. Yeah, this is the fight, man. Manel Cop better. Uh, he better get together. Cop he's watch. not wearing shoes. He's not wearing shoes anymore. He's got a. He's got a really. Look- I yeah. thought he. I thought. What was going on there? Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, they're howling downstairs. So that's... somebody, somebody has somebody has money on Miguel, Manel Cop. Yeah, Manel Cop, dude, getting sure. excited, bro. Manel, the Manel Cop fans had to step in again with another howl, yeah. and I had to put, I had to put an end to that. Uh, I don't even know if you guys could hear it on there, but me and Ty could easily hear people howling downstairs in my house, which is whatever. <laughs> but. <laughs> We got cop plus two twenty here, but with the TKO, I don't, I'm not saying to take that, but it's just something to look at. Not bad. Uh, uh, here's here, here's a nice one for you. I, I like Jessica Penne at plus one ten. I really really like Melissa Gatto at minus one five. So wow. Take that for what you will. Uh, Victoria Leonardo is a huge F R A U D. 
Oh, just take wow. that for what you will. All right. That's a fraud for all the people who can't spell. Yeah. Aaron oh, Blanchfield she just got smoked out. by yeah. Mannion for uh, yeah. Faro, dude. Okay. Yep. Her best win's Chelsea Hackett. There you go. Anyway, um, Liz Tracy. Melissa. Get- yeah. By the that's way, that's, that's, that's the most like government I, name I've ever heard in my I life. I saw her at the. I saw. I saw her out to eat last night. There you well, go, Liz Tracy. So yeah, I got Melissa Gatter. She's been supposed to fight for the UFC for like a year, like three years now. But whatever's been happening, she finished Carol Rosa on the regional scene. That's really all I need to know. Uh, I got her at minus one hundred and five. is another one that you can't trust. I'm not, uh, dude, she's lost well, like every she's round running in the bad, last but she, she's uh, she's fought some of the best. You know, I mean, these aren't bums, but Jessica Penney's not good. a bum either. So, you know, good, good luck hey, again. Her last, her last fight, her first fight back in seven thousand years, she fought Lupita Godinez, and she almost lost, but yeah. she won. So there's that. You know, Carol Carolina. I, this is. Know, I was, I'm not betting. Hey, here. I was there in Philly. I was there in Philly when yeah, Carolina when lost. Got you know, the, the beginning of the end when she lost to Waterson. And since then, dude, she hasn't won a round. Jim Grosso smoked her. Jan smoked her. Good fighters, but it's been three years since she won, and she beat Felice Herrig, and she almost lost. So her I got last, Jessica Penny. That was crazy. She beat Rose Namajunas, yeah. man. That's like nuts. <laughs> you know, so Carolina, she 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 looked she looked done a while ago. I just I I don't see it in her anymore. Yeah, uh, Jessica Penny. Jessica Penny plus money. Listen, I don't know if I trust her. I get it, but I'm taking her. I don't blame you. So, uh, quickly wanted to do some news. If any, any of the got nudes, nudes. Yeah, we got some news. Hit me up. Uh, I don't know. We got Aspen Ladd and Macy Chase, or is it Macy Chase on? Yeah, they remade it for uh, October second. So that was Aspen Ladd, Houser. Yeah, she's she's gonna take it to the crib. Jeff Molina's got a fight. He's fighting October twenty third against a man named Daniel Lacerda. Lacerda. There you go. Sure. Uh, S- uh, smiling Sam Alvey. He's got a Wellington Terman, uh, August 28th. Uh, lame. Do I want to see him fight somebody who will like put him out? <clears throat> yeah. Carl Roberson's got a fight against a Nick Maximov. So there's that. Right. We got some guys making a lot of newcomers. Is, yeah. Uh, you know, and a lot of, uh, trash, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, so it, October, it, November are looking good. Yeah, they are. That's what we we. I mean, we kind of talked about this last week. How we were we were up against it uh, as far as looking forward, you know, to yeah to fights. Uh, you know, I, I I it's tough to get the alerts the same way uh, anymore too because I um I had to unfollow Brett uh, Brett Acafrado, uh because <laughs> because of his uh on his really extremely biased journalism. Uh, yeah. How about another uh, tidbit of information? How about Chad Mendez, Bare Knuckle yeah. FC? Hell I mean, yeah! Uh, uh, you know, Con- what did Connor call him? Fuck, juiced up midget. Is that what he called him? Another juiced up midget. <laughs> after he after he finished him, <laughs> or before he finished him? Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I mean, not you know, I don't I don't love it. I don't love it at all. I don't love anything with bare knuckle. Bare knuckle is very sketchy, you know. So Costa and Vittori, October twenty third. Yeah, that's in October. That's on the um, that's on that. I guess it's going to headline that fight night. That's in October. Grosso and Calderwood are in November. Yep. Cody. Uh, Co- Cody is in December. Cody so, like, and Kai Carr some... France, which is a great fight. Yair Max is... Hopefully, they're trying to get Yair Max on November 23rd or 13th. We'll see. Rockhold Strickland's November 6th. That's on that Usman Covington card. Like, th- we have some fight, man. We have, we, we, we have some action. Islam Makachev, dude. Yeah. That's When's another that? great. October 30th. That's there you the, go. the free pay-per-view. So... Yeah, dude, that fucking... That, How about that, huh? Uh, so, I'm so, like... 
I'm kind of confused. You know, like this, we don't get things like this ever. But this 267 card's like insane, dude. You got Jan, and then you got Piotr Jan. Yeah. Like both Jans are fighting. You got Hebos is fighting Islam and RDA, Volkov and Tybora, Kamzat Chamaya is fighting Lee, Lee Jang Liang, which is dangerous. Uh, Toy Vasa, Walt Harris. Uh, like this not seems so the guy that trains with uh Oliveira's making his USC debut at 125 like we have a lot on a free card in Abu Dhabi I think this is a uh this is like a ESPN trying to you know or like UFC trying to give him like the best free card they can this is like the ABC so, like bring in the casual fans like hey look what we got here these fight right. guys fight all the time you know like also sort of I don't th- I think they just miss they just miss L- LSU Alabama that's a Saturday after they also just miss Ohio State and Michigan, so they're not. They're, I think I saw for this weekend that college football is like on a slow week, so they're not competing with anybody necessarily. They're also early. In, I think they're early in the morning, right? Like ten a.m. I thought I saw they were going to fight at. Yeah, it start. It's like one of those Abu Dhabi cards. Like the prelims yeah, will start at they're 10, fighting right the at main card Abu Dhabi will be like time, three o'clock or something like that. Yeah. You know. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm I'm fucking pumped for that. I cannot wait. Hopefully, I'm off that day. If not, I'll I'll schedule off right now. Yeah, uh, no, you got to be off for that. Two sixty-eight. We'll see. Uh, they only have three fights announced, but they're three fucking great fights. Like if this is the main co-main and feature bout, you know, with Colby Usman, Gaethje Chandler, and Strickland Rockhold, you're set. You know. Yeah, doesn't but, really matter what's underneath of it. But it's November sixth. It's at MSG, which is in New York City. Not going to happen. Uh, we got Michael Chandler saying he's 100 percent not getting vaccinated. I don't think the fight's going to happen in New York. The the yeah. the they're changing the rules every day, and they're they're already trying to get people to show up with their vaccine cards and uh, New York and New York's the restaurant. So uh, Dana doesn't usually play those games. I can't imagine he's gonna rush back yeah. to New York I, if it's I gonna so. be all rules. I think somebody from New York was telling parents to wear a mask at home with their children. So yeah, so that. you know that they got a whole different Dana's, thing going on. Yeah, I don't think Dana's gonna play. I you know what Dana you know what you should do Dana White is you should bring every event to Tampa. Just you know just. Just a thought. You know, have right every here. single go, fight there, baby. I'll go to every event. I'll move down there. Right. I'll go, I'll go yeah. to every event as well. Dude, the Amelie Arena can house a fucking pay-per-view. All right, bring it bring it home. I'm trying to go to another event. Bring it here. You don't got to go to MSG. All right. They'll do what they got to do. Apparently, he had plan- his plans of talking about some huge, huge plan he's going to unveil unveil to the public about uh, Abu Dhabi or Fight Island or you know the future with that. I don't know. We'll see. He likes to tease a lot. You know how Dana White is. Probably building a performance institute out there for yeah. savages to train at or something. So Yeah, he's announcing him and Ronda Rousey are getting married out there. Yeah, that'd be All crazy. right, so do you want to do top five refs? Top five refs, and then I think we'll get out of here, folks. Yeah. Um, Actually, yeah, yeah. Let's, we can do this first. All right, so let me just quickly. I, I, I got a hard out here in a couple minutes, but... Let's see. Uh, not going to rank them one to ten, but I'm going to give you a few, or one to five, but I'm going to give you a few. Herb Dean, and uh, the reason for this is Herb lets people get killed. We get a decisive uh, finish every time Herb's out there. Well, sometimes, uh, sometimes he likes to just step in and then half step in and then step in yeah, and then step some, out. Hey, man, listen, make up your goddamn know, mind, Herb. I, I agree. Uh, maybe may, it sounds like Herb won't be on your list, but uh, Mike Beltron. Uh, t- mustache tucked, you know, like he's he's a he's an awesome guy to have. Uh, I forgot about Mark Goddard, but he won't be on my list. Um, tough, tough love. Kevin to McDonald, I think Kevin McDonald keeps the the you know the action uh, separated and does the right thing most of the time. I am going to put a number one here. 
here's the number one guy. Jason Herzog is the best ref in, in mixed martial arts. You I, never, I notice, think, never I think, notice a bad thing, right? No. And I think he just – I feel confident when he's in there, and he doesn't – it just doesn't seem like he fucks over anyone. And I, I don't know. It's just maybe more of a comfort thing. But – and I, I believe one more. Uh, it was a battle between Mark Smith and this man, but I'm going with Keith Peterson. No nonsense. Keith no Peterson. Nonsense. Uh, although the crew stoppage was early. Uh, I don't hold that yeah. against him, and I think he Cigarettes overall and booze. he's done a great job. So, what's your list? Uh, hmm. I'm gonna go Big Dan at five. I feel like he's getting old. The game's getting ahead of him, but he's still he's still pretty. Uh, you know, he's pretty. Uh, he's pretty good in there. I think it was him. No, who was the ref? Did you see when Montserrat Conejo lost? The ref was like patting her on the back, and she like gave him this this double this double look. It was so funny. I forget what ref it was. He like, yeah, he's yeah, like, that's yeah. all right. You tried your best. And she's like, man, fuck out my face with that. Yeah. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I just got my world rocked. I got Big Dan five. I'll go Keith. Uh, I'll go Keith Peterson at four. And then I'll go Jason Herzog at three just because you said them both. I got Mike Beltron at two. Okay. Not not perfect. He's had some a couple of fuck ups, but I, I think he's really good. And he's usually, you know, he steps in when he has to. Like he tells guys, all right, hey. You know, don't grab the fucking he knows fence. The rules, and then yeah, yeah. He he is he he is very matter of fact. There's a couple times been where he's been late just because he's on the other side of the ring. You know, so I can't really blame the guy for that. Uh, so Maga Mike is definitely two. Number one, sneaky guy, Mark Smith. I love Mark Smith. I think he's yeah. really good. I, anytime he's in there, I think he does the right thing. He's taking points when he's take when he should. He hasn't when he you know should just not. Um, not, I, you know, off the top of my head, I, I could be wrong, but I don't really, you know, not, I don't know any, uh, controversies that he was involved in. So he's number one. I'm with you, bro. That's about it for so, us though. So listen, that's a, yeah. listen, folks, you, I wanted to hear what your guys list is. You tell me what, what we fucked up, what we didn't. And if you listen to this whole episode, you let me know what you yeah. think about what's going Asking on. Any questions, anything folks. We're always listening to, down to answer. We answered one question so far in the history of our podcast and Child you know, Nick Rodriguez, the boy. Nicky Rod, and we will continue Child to do it. Dummies. Folks, we're not going anywhere. Uh, we're here every week, no matter what we got a podcast for you. So, uh, shout out to everyone out there that listens. We will be back, uh, Real next quick. week. Go ahead. Sunday, 1am, I believe, uh, Eastern time. There's a if you're if you want to watch some Olympics, we have an Olympic gold medal match at lightweight. Keyshawn Davis, the American, he is from Norfolk, Virginia. He's fighting, uh, I forget his name, Andy Cruz, Andy Andy Cruz Gomez. He's a Cuban who's just his his amateur record is like 105 and eight. He's 25. He's a pro. Uh, you know, a bit unfair to me. He's beaten Keyshawn Davis twice uh, before. This is you know big rivalry and it's for gold. So. Big Keyshawn Davis fan. I, I like watching the USA Olympic uh, boxers, Errol Spence, Terrell Gaucher, Marcus Brown's three champions on one team in 2012. So if you're bored, if you have nothing to do, 1 o'clock a.m., you tune in. Where I, you know, whatever, Peacock, if you have Peacock, I, I don't because, you know, I don't know. But if you have Peacock, tune in, 1 a.m., Keyshawn Davis fighting for gold. All right, boys. That's about all I got, though. Take care. See you.